Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about what you can do together to find those chunks of time in your weekly schedule so you can connect regularly. And this quote that we found by, you know, the almighty writer Anonymous this week speaks to this very thing and said, there is no lack of time. There's a lack of interest. So true. So true. I, I, I like we're going to unpack that whole thing in today's show. But before we do, we want to get to this week's hug. And this week's hug is brought to you by audible.com. You know, here at One Extraordinary Marriage, we already know that you like to listen to great content through your phone or your computer. We also like to we also know that you like to have your content available with you everywhere you go. With Audible, you can choose over 180,000 titles. I mean, that's just mind blowing. And one that we've talked about on the show many, many times, it actually came up with a few of my coaching clients this past week, is Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages. And this is a book that's available on Audible. So it's a great way to you know, dive into this title, which really not only helps you to better understand your spouse, but also to better love them. Mm-hmm. So get this or any other title with your 30-day free trial by going to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash audible. And this hug came in and said, hi, I found you on iTunes podcast this week. I do house cleaning and love listening to something as I work. I came across your podcast and although I'm only on episode seven, I have to say thank you. My husband and I got married this year in January and I have loved being married. Mm. Right now I'm the only one listening to your podcast, but I share them with my husband at the end of the day, but I share with my husband at the end of the day, what you talked about. It is so encouraging to us and helpful to listen to a couple who has been married longer than we have and who are so open and honest. It has created many conversations for us and brings us closer. That's awesome. We are encouraged when we listen to the things you guys have learned to do that has helped your marriage. And we realize we already do that. So glad to hear that there are couples that are so much farther ahead than where we were at that same stage. And then there are other things we don't and we're grateful to be learning so much earlier on. One thing in particular for me that has changed the way I think was when Elisa talked about using sex to control. Mm. I realized that I was doing the same thing, not necessarily with spite or purpose to do so, but if I wasn't in the mood, we were not having sex. I had no idea that 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 was hurting my husband. Thank you for sharing and opening my eyes. I truly believe that it will make a difference in our marriage. I look forward to listening to many more podcasts from you. Thank you and God bless. It's so awesome. Well, Love it. Thank you, too, because, you know, if you're only on episode seven, this is actually episode 294. So you got a little bit of catching up to do, and, and we love having you along for the journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you that are counting, that means that we're going to be hitting episode 300 in just six more weeks. 
And uh, in the upcoming weeks, you're going to be hearing some of the fun things that we want to get you included on with that. But keep in mind, the beginning of December is going to be episode 300, and you're not going to want to miss that episode. So as Tony was talking about beginning the show, we're talking about time. And, you know, for those of you that don't know One Extraordinary Marriage, we do have an Instagram and we post all kinds of inspirational, motivational marriage expressions throughout the week. And this past week, we put up uh, the quote that said, you have 168 hours this week. How much time is your marriage getting? Mm -hmm. And then in the body of the Instagram post, I went on to say, is your marriage getting the best of you or is your spouse getting the crumbs left over at the end of the day or the week? The choice is yours. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting, uh, you know, kind of from an observation standpoint to see the comments that were starting to come through because, you know, one person said, I never thought about it in terms of hours, or this is something that we really need to work on. Maybe we should calculate this. And then there was one comment that just said, not enough. Mm. And so as we started looking at this, we're like, you know what, how has this played out in our marriage? And what can we share with you guys? Because, you know, you're busy, right? We're busy. You can't talk to somebody and not find out that they've got a ton of stuff going on, be it work or, you know, stuff with kids or volunteering. I mean, we're just, we live busy lives. Mm -hmm. And yet it's so interesting to me because when you talk to somebody that's dating or even like newly married and the church that we're attending right now, I'm telling you, there is just going through like a marriage explosion. It is so exciting to see all of these couples starting their lives together. But as I look at these couples, I'm reminded back to when Tony and I were dating and even newly married. And, you know, we could make so much time for each other. You know, for those of you that don't know our story, we spent the first year of our relationship doing the long distance thing between Boulder, Colorado and Greencastle, Indiana. Do you have any idea, like, do you remember how long we would spend on the air, uh, on the air, on the telephone? I remember, I mean, honestly, I remember we would have conversations at least in the hour to two hour range. I remember numerous times on both ends getting to the point of just sheer exhaustion, like falling asleep with the phone to my ear uh-huh. and finally having to just go, okay, Alisa, <laughs> I got it. I got to go to sleep now. It, I'm yeah. tired. But I do remember, you know, we a, a normal conversation for us back then was at least, I mean, if we were going to just, it wasn't a quick, hey, I love you type call, was at least an hour, if not more. Yeah. And that was daily. <laughs> that was daily. So we were also trying to do our studying in between we, all that. There, and, were, there was schoolwork, there was employment, there was, you know, social life. We were college students at the time. And yet... And for those of you who grew up in the 90s, also realize that we really didn't have cell phones. So you weren't able to just do this wherever you wanted. Right. We were not texting. Um, we have, we're, well, we're no longer paying off those long distance bills, but it did take us a while to pay off those long distance phone bills because um, we definitely were not on the friends and family plan. No. And, uh, and yet, you know, what we both remember from that time is that a no- normal conversation for us was an hour to two hours every day on top of sending letters and on top of flying back and forth or driving as Tony made numerous trips by truck from Boulder to Greencastle. It's a 17 hour drive, right? Only. Yeah. Only. One way. Yeah. One way. <laughs> one way. And my point with all this is that when we were in that phase of our relationship, we carved out huge chunks of time for each other regularly. 
right? And then, you know, we did this thing called, you know, have a wedding. And then, you know, we started developing our careers. And, you know, with that comes in Southern California anyway, some crazy long commutes. At one point in time, we were both living over an hour away from where our jobs were. Mm-hmm. And getting up somewhere in the vicinity of four to four thirty in the morning, yeah, and not getting home till about six or later, or later, depending on traffic along the ninety one. So if we have any um, Orange County, Riverside, LAers, ALA listeners, uh, we feel your pain. Mm-hmm. The ninety one is still the ninety one, and so this was our existence, and it was really just like a coexistence. We happened to share the same bed, we happened to have the same last name. But all of those things started to just kind of like get us to the point where we're like, I'm just too tired. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't have time. I, I've got to be at the office. I've got to you know, commute to LA. I've got to do these different things. And, and then we chose to add children into that mix. So now you've, you know, we've moved, we've had moves, we've had different jobs. Now we've added kids. And that 168 hours during the week started to look somewhere in the vicinity of about three and a half minutes somewhere right maybe if we were lucky you know a a lot of it was just it's what elisa said right there at the beginning of the show when she opened up with the quote um it's not a lack of time there's a lack of interest right It, it wasn't that our 168 hours was any different than when we first met to at this point in our lives no, it was still 168 hours. God has given us 168 hours each and every week. It's just we started beginning to have a lack of interest mm-hmm. in our marriage, in what we were doing together, in where we were headed together. And through that lack of interest, all of a sudden becomes a lack of time. Because now you can find yourself in places longer than you need to be, earlier than you need to be, away from your spouse, mm-hmm. you know, because there's just a lack of interest. And, you know, you start to see that just in this sense of disconnect. I and mean, we received an email this past week from a listener who was sharing that, you know, her husband's been going into work early. And she found out through another person that part of the reason that, you know, that there's a woman that is also at the office early. And it has raised some concern from her. Mm-hmm. Right, because all of a sudden you've got these different behavior patterns, right? Because there's a disconnect at home when there's a lack of interest, and you start to, you know, either act like or believe that you're too busy for your spouse that you don't have time. Then this disconnect, this gap, starts to grow between the two of you. And you know, honestly, guys, it doesn't matter if you've been married three months or thirty years. There are still things that you can learn about your spouse every day. Every, I mean, Tony and I have been together for over twenty years, which you know, I sometimes just as a side note, sometimes just blows my mind that we've been together for so long because I I still kind of feel on certain days like that 20 something that married him. And yet I'm like, no, we've been together for all this crazy long period of time. But I say that because I'm still learning things about Tony that I didn't know from, you know, way back when, or I'm learning things about him that have changed in the 20 plus years we've been together. Right, things that he liked 15 years ago, things that he were passionate, he was passionate about. Like I will tell you, my husband, and we've shared this on so many, so many shows. Tony's an avid road cyclist. Although in San Diego over the last year or so, there have been an increasing number of cyclist accidents. 
where, you know, cyclists are getting hit by moving vehicles, right? And so all of a sudden, you know, like I started noticing, I'm like, he's just not riding as much. I'm like, dude, like, this is your thing. What's going on? And he's like, it's just not worth it. Right. But if I hadn't asked him, like, why are you acting different? Like, why, why are you spending your time differently? I wouldn't know. I would just assume like, what's up with that? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you who are cyclists and have, you know, been part of the one family for forever, this is a hard place for me right now. Um, I spoke about the loss of my, my good riding buddy, Nick, a few years ago where, uh, he was struck while on our, one of the, we, we would consider one of the safest places to be on a, the 56 bike path was struck by a car and killed instantly. Um, a good buddy of mine was struck by a car about eight months ago and finally got back to work, uh, over the last month was hit at about 35 miles an hour, um, flew about 20 mile, 20 feet up into the air and landed. Praise God. He's alive. He just has a plate and eight pins. Um, other folks that I don't know personally, but know through the cycling community have been killed. So yeah, you know, it's one of those things. At least I had to ask questions, you know, why are you hanging out? You know, because why aren't you getting up in the morning going for your ride? What what are you doing? Right now it's in my mind. I'm just, I went out for a ride some months back early in the morning, almost got hit three times. And I'm like, Oh boy, it's time to take a break. Cause I don't care. You know what? I don't want to die. Love doing something. I love. I want to die when, when it's time. Well, and you know, as we're explaining this, I mean, part of what we want you to realize is that, you know, when you stop, when you stop doing that learning part, when you stop asking the questions, when you stop connecting with your spouse, when you stop giving part of that 168 hours to one another, there's going to be a natural drifting apart, right? Because if I don't ask questions of Tony, if I don't spend time with Tony, if I don't say, Hey, you know what? I mean, like, case in point today, Sunday afternoon, football games on, I just, I'm cozy on the couch and I just, I fall asleep holding his hand, mm-hmm. right? Nothing crazy, but I fell asleep holding his hand, just that touch, right? Was that quality time for him? I don't know if it was for him. It was definitely quality time for me and I wasn't even conscious, but there was just that comfort in holding his hand. I don't know. Was it good for you? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just that time together and, and you know, really, you know, as we look at our 168 hours and, and we go, you know, what, what is our interest? If our spouse is of interest to us, if our marriage is of interest to us, then out of the 168 hours that we have this week, we need to carve out some time. Right. And I'm not saying guys that you need to spend every single minute of every single hour together. Cause let's face it impossible. Like I'm just, you know, that's just virtually impossible. Yeah, but I, let, let's let's do the numbers. Let's right. let's say you you work you you work more than a, a typical forty hour a week, which is not you, unheard which, of. Which is not unheard of, you know, for many of us. So let's just say you work fifty hours a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you sleep for eight hours a day. Okay, um, so that's fifty six and fifty. So right now you're at one hundred and six hours. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have one hundred and six hours already spent. Let's say. Two hours for church on Sundays, three, maybe yeah, depending on what you're what you're doing. Yeah, so we can say a hundred. We'll even say four. We'll just we'll just clump all maybe like a church activity if you have like a throughout a connect, the week. And yeah, if you like have that. a connect so, group or something. So that's one hundred and ten hours mm-hmm. right there. Now, so that leaves us with fifty eight hours in a week. 
110 110 right? uh yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah so yeah. we we still have 58 hours at this point um l- l- i'm trying to think of some other activities let's say volunteering you, right or s- uh, yeah, well yeah i was gonna say volunteering uh you work out you are um I mean, we can talk about household chores we can throw in there. Say all of that together takes another 30 hours a week. You know, sporting events, we understand sporting events. Right now, we're coming towards the tail end of our oldest, his football season. Right now, because we're traveling to places, we're experiencing probably like a six-hour game day event for, for a football game. So we understand, you know, well, you know, we got soccer and we got volleyball got it got it i mean we're driving our kids to to practices and whatever so let's let's clump all that in for another 30 hours Mm -hmm. so that gives us what 140 hours left yeah yeah so that still gives us another 28 hours a week now there's also this other world out there called television called facebook called Monday Night Football. I'm only throwing this out because we watch a lot of football in this family. Yeah. Collegiate Saturday football, um, shopping, spending time with friends, all of these other things that can quickly eat up that 28 hours or whatever it is for you guys. And one of the things that, we, that we're going to encourage this week is that you guys do, do a time makeover. Right, that you're gonna like really take a look at how you're spending your time, because we do this from time to time individually, and even kind of going through ourselves as a couple and say, you know, where are we spending our time? Where, you know, I mean, a better way to ask this question is, where are your eyeballs? Because a lot of times, where we're spending our time, and when I say where are your eyeballs, I'm really questioning how far away are they from an electronic device? Because if your if your spouse can't see your eyeballs, guess what? they're probably not connecting with you. And no, I'm not talking about the text messages that you send back and forth. Yeah, here's a here's an interesting one. You know, New York Daily News, average American watches five hours of TV per day. Um, comes down here, it says, adults aged 35 to 49 watch more than 33 hours of TV per week. Okay, so just going, I just went back up, because going off of your rough time assessment there, we only had 28 hours left. Left. Right. So if they're That's saying the average American the watches 33, now we're not only taking up all the time that we might be able to spend with our spouse, but we're probably cutting into sleep time. I'm guessing mm-hmm. that, you know, if, if we're going to sacrifice something, we'll sacrifice sleep for entertainment. So you're in a deficit, right? And, and when you're in a deficit of spending time with your spouse and that disconnect starts to happen, I will tell you it is a, it's like an avalanche going down towards, you know, huge rocky crash at the bottom, right? And so, you know, without some type of behavior change, that gap, that gap gets painful. Right. And I think that's where, you know, as a couple, you you got to do a time makeover. It's time to look at your, your week. We gave you a rough estimate. Now, we're not saying that's typical. You know, we're just throwing out examples so that you can start getting in your own mind, in your own head, where is my time going? Elisa and I have had to do this ourselves. We've had to look at our time. What are we doing? 
where are we missing out? Mm-hmm. Where are we feeling, you know, and usually this comes at a point for us when we feel there's a disconnect happening. Like we haven't gone out on, on a date in some time. You know, we haven't made it out on our walks. We haven't, we haven't taken time to just pick up the phone and call each other during the day. We haven't done these little things that we know of each other over time. In all honesty, they're not little things. Because anytime that you choose to connect with your spouse, that's true. That's a big thing. It is. It's yes. a big thing to connect with your spouse. It's a big thing because I will tell you that in today's day and age, that sense of disconnect that people have with one another because of all the electronics is growing at an increasing rate. We don't feel connected. Right? It's why there's sadness. It's why there's, you know, loneliness. It's why there's like, you know, just like, what am I doing? A lack of purpose, right? But when you make the choice to connect, when you make the choice to validate your spouse, when you make the choice to say, you know, I'm going to take a nap and I'm going to hold your hand, right? But you've got to know where to find the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that Tony and I were talking about as we were preparing for this show is that prior to football season, Friday nights were our date night. Our daughter would go to open gym for two hours. Our son's old enough to stay home. So we're like, bam, two hours every Friday night. Well, then he started football football practice. So his football practice goes from four to seven. Open gym goes from six to eight. For those of you that can figure out the overlap, that means that there's only roughly 60, maybe 70 minutes because his coach usually keeps him a little bit later of time on a Friday night for Tony and Elisa. Mm-hmm. And that's saying that the younger one wants to go to open gym because that's it, it's it it's open vary. it's open gym. If she wants to go, she goes. If she doesn't, we understand. Long week doesn't want to hang out. So sixty to seventy five minutes. Mm-hmm. Now I will tell you, there's always laundry to be done in our house. There's always a room to be picked up. There's always something to do. But when we when we started realizing that we were having this disconnect and we're like, okay, date night has gotten like squeezed down. We said, you know what? Hold on. We're going to spend that hour, that 75 minutes together. Sometimes we're going to the grocery store. It's true. You can have, if you two are focused on each other, you can have a date in the grocery store. Some of you are nodding your heads because you absolutely know what I'm talking about. We did this. This past week. Mm-hmm. Little Trader Joe's run. Sometimes it's running to a happy hour. Where we live, we're close to a number of restaurants. And so we'll just go do a quick happy hour. You know, it's just the two of us. It's kind of that dinner thing out. Sometimes we'll go for a walk. Sometimes we'll just sit in Starbucks together. The thing is, it's not, it's not necessarily the amount of time. I mean, obviously we're talking about time here. It, it's not so much the amount of time. It's that you make the time, right? Because you can have an amazing connection in five minutes if you make it a priority. Sometimes, you know, and don't get me wrong. I love those weekend long dates. I love those week long dates. I love, you know, spending extended amounts of time with Tony. But if we're in a season where I can get a good five minutes, if my choices are a good five minutes or no time at all, I'll take the good five minutes. I'll take the hour if I can't get two hours. Because you know what? I'd rather have that period of time with him than to have nothing at all. Than to be so busy doing the other stuff that I'm like, you know what? I'm too busy for you. Because maybe that comes out in my words and maybe it just comes out in my actions. But we've had seasons like that in our marriage on both sides. Mm -hmm. I'm too busy for you. And you know what? That hurts. That hurts. So what are you going to do this week? What are you going to do to get a grip on where you're spending your 168 hours? 
Yeah. So the big thing is doing a time makeover. You got to know what's happening. And to get the fullness of this, you know, go check out our good friend, Dustin. He has, um, gosh, get more quality time workshop. And this is all about helping you guys find where you can get that quality time, right? So if you're interested in checking something like that out, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash quality time. The, the, the time makeover though is key. It's looking at your schedules, writing everything down. This is the key point. I mean, if you're interested in your marriage for one week, get calendars, both of you, and write down everything that you're doing that week. Do it as if that, that nothing has changed. Don't make this the perfect week. And I say that in quotes <laughs> because I know a lot of us will do that. We'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm writing down what I'm doing each day. So I'm going to just be perfect this week because this is the way I live my life. I, it, I hope you all picked up on Tony's perfect man voice. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the sarcasm because I've been there, right? Because I'm like, oh, well... You want to know how wonderful I am. So let me make sure I write down everything perfectly. This isn't for you to show me or Elisa or anybody. This is for you. So make it the week that it is, right? If it means that Monday morning you get up at 5, 5 a.m. And you know from 5 to 6, that's your prayer time. Or you get up at 5 a.m. and from 5 to 8, that's your work time because that's when the house is quiet. Then write that down. If from 8 a.m., to 9 a.m., that's your time to, you know, read the newspaper online or you actually get a physical paper or a magazine and that's when you have breakfast. Write that down. Mm -hmm. But both of you do that. And at the end of the week, come together, look at those and see where a lot of your time, you know, one of the things is each of you need to look and just go, wow. You know, if like for, for me today, I would have a chunk of time, probably about three hours that I would just be on the couch watching football and napping. It was just one of those days where I just was like, you know what? I just want a down day and I'm okay with that. And, and I'm going to write that down. Does it mean that's what I do every Sunday? No. But at the same time, I need to know what I did this Sunday. Because if I see that I got a big old chunk of five hours and we're wondering why we didn't connect this week at all, but I spent five hours in front of the TV, snapping, you know, not doing anything with Elisa, then we know. Then I can look at that and go, hmm, okay. So there's much more to it. And I say, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, like you want to go, hey, we, we want to go deeper, check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash quality time. And as you're, you're looking at this, your time blocks over, the, over this week, and you start thinking about what is the future going to look like? for how you spend your 168 hours. You know, there are some things on there that you need to make sure you get scheduled in. You know, you need to schedule those date nights. I don't care if you get one hour, if you get four hours, they need to be on the calendar. You know, if you need to, I mean, we've got one couple in the one family that has shared this with us, that they schedule once a week their state of our marriage conversations. It's on the calendar, right? Not because they're going to spend two hours rehashing the entire last seven days, but because if there's anything going on in their marriage, they want to have a, a, a place where they can just bring that and discuss it. And it's vital to them. Why? Because they're interested in each other. You know, some of you need to get scheduling sex and the intimacy lifestyle on your calendar. Why? 
because the intimacy is missing from your marriage. I was talking to a guy the other day and he's like, you know, it's been a long time since we've been intimate. And I said, that's a problem. Yeah. And that's a problem. And I'm going to put a link. We, we just have a new post up. It's called scheduling sex, a quick intimacy lifestyle overview. This is a video Elisa and I did on Periscope recently. And we just give a quick, quick overview on what the intimacy lifestyle is and about. And so if you come on over to you know the, the site, oneextraordinarymarriage.com, you'll find that there. I'm also going to put a link to it in this show, in the show notes here for you guys. It's about six minutes. It's enough to go, oh, okay, that's what it is. If you need more information, you'll see it there as well. So, you know, when you look at your time and you start looking about where we're, some of you are probably going to do this time makeover and you're going to be like, wow, we're actually spending more time together than we thought. Right. Kudos. Kudos. Go out and celebrate. Like, go have a date night and celebrate each other. Some of you are going to do this and go, wow, I really thought we were spending a lot more time together. There, there's some gaps. Maybe that explains why we're not feeling so good about our marriage right now. Right. Maybe that explains why right. you've been saying doesn't feel like we're connected or doesn't feel like we're talking. If you fall into that second category, don't wait. Don't wait for things to magically heal themselves. Don't wait for the miracle to happen. Be the miracle in your marriage. Start changing your behavior this week to make more time for each other. Schedule, schedule one thing this week where the two of you are together doing something, spending time touching each other, holding hands. It doesn't matter. Make that connection this week. Make it a priority, please. Yeah. We each have 168 hours. We don't have any more than you guys. You guys don't have any more than us. So it's, are we interested in our marriage? Are we interested in our spouse to take that time and spend it with them? So, so good. So this week, let's do it, folks. Let's do it. Let's sit down. Let's look where our time is going. Let's be honest and truthful with ourselves and with our spouse. This isn't a point to, to this isn't a place to point fingers or or to nag them or or anything of that nature. This is a place just to go, this is where we're at. And knowing is powerful. Knowing what's going on, knowing where our time is being spent, knowing how we can then spend more time together and most likely and hopefully more quality time together allows us to grow in our marriage, to grow within each other, and to enjoy the journey we are on together. We love you guys. Go have yourself a spectacular and awesome week because you have 168 hours. Make them awesome. Make them extraordinary. We love you guys.